Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. We are awaiting the president of the United States. Uh, he'll be doing a, uh, yeah, he'll be delivering an address here from the state dining room. I don't know why they're choosing the dining room. I don't know, but um, we'll bring it to you live when it happens. We're monitoring it, uh, and when uh, he approaches the podium, we'll, uh, we'll we'll jump over there and jip it. Joined in progress. Chip it. It's a, that's a radio term. Um, I can tell you that the Biden administration is telling Americans um, you're going to have to kind of make out like you did in Afghanistan if you're trying to leave Israel. Um, major airlines began canceling their services out of Israel just hours before President Joe Biden told Americans remaining in the country to book a commercial flight if they want to leave. Because from what I understand, traveling in the Middle East uh, is really, really easy, especially if you're a Jew. I've heard that. Yeah. So the airlines canceled their services hours before Joe Biden told Americans to book commercial flights. Guys, can you can you just do a little bit better? Just a little bit. I'm just asking for just a teensy, weensy little bit better performance, right? If you're going, if you're going to go out and tell everybody, hey, you guys should book some flights out of Israel, I think the first thing you could do is to just, I don't know, check with some of the major airline companies. I think they'd probably take your call. I do. I think they would take, I think they would take your call. You're calling from the White House. I mean, you might have to, you know, press one for English, two to speak to somebody or whatever. But like you, you could do it. I think you could do it. And then you could find out, hey, do you have any flights going out of Israel at this point? And everybody would be like, uh, no, we canceled all of those. And then maybe, I don't know, and I'm just spitballing here. No bad ideas under the cone of creativity, after all. Maybe you try to coordinate some flights. How about that? Be like, hey, Americans, you want to get out of Israel? We're going to run some flights over just like we did for you to get everybody out of Afghanistan, because that's what the Biden administration is all about. So I will say this. This is proof, though, I think, that um, that there isn't any favoritism being played, right? Jews or Muslims, the Biden folks apparently do not care about getting you out. It does, right? So there's no preferential treatment being afforded either religious group. He, you know, if there are a whole bunch of Muslims stuck in Afghanistan, you're going to get slaughtered for working with the Americans. Hey, you know what? Oh, well, you're an American Jew trying to get out of Israel where Hamas is trying to slaughter everybody. You know what? Same treatment. Sorry. See, it's equal. Biden advised Americans left within Israel to book a commercial flight or utilize ground options. Yeah, just drive across the border. Sure, why not? Head on into Lebanon, right? Coming from Israel as a Jewish person, I'm sure you will encounter zero problems. As of Monday evening, American, Delta, 
United, and Air France have all halted services in and out of Israel after the country declared war on Hamas. For American citizens who are currently in Israel, the State Department is providing consular assistance as well as updated security alerts for those who desire to leave. Commercial flights and ground options are still available. Spoiler alert, they were not. Please also take sensible precautions in the days ahead and follow the guidance of local authorities. That was the official advice given from your president. Uh, There are at least 11 Americans dead. Others have been kidnapped. There's one confirmed uh, abductee. She is from Chicago that we know of. Um, And then we have the former CIA director, Michael Hayden. Yesterday, I was uh, scrolling the Twitter machine, as I do, and um, there was some discussion about Tommy, is it Tuberville or Tuberville? I don't want to insult the guy. Tuberville? It looks like a tuber. It's T-U-B-E-R. But it could be Tuberville. At any rate, Tommy Tuberville, in case you haven't been aware, he's been, um, he's been blocking some appointments of some uh, military officials. And the reason he has been blocking the appointments is because it's a mechanism. It's a way he can express displeasure and attempt to apply pressure to the Biden administration and its military policy on abortion. Right. So before I get to what he said, what the uh, former CIA director said, let me say what Tommy Tuberville has been uh, saying, which is, that he is not going to relent, not going to give up his blockade of military nominations, even in the face of one of America's allies uh, going to war. Right. So now media and Democrats, but I repeat myself, they're now trying to pressure Tuberville to abandon his position. After Hamas attacked Israel, Senate Democrats said that it was past time Never let a crisis go to waste, after all. Which, by the way, Ronna McDaniel said, too. Did you hear that? She was like, this is an opportunity for us to highlight the differences between us and the Democrats. And, oh, my goodness, outrage ensued. But if you just see, if you say you're going to take advantage of this opportunity for political purposes, that's the bad thing. Not actually taking advantage. That's not, that's, that's fine. That's different. And remember, it's always different when Democrats do it. Always. So, um... A Tuberville spokesperson confirmed that the senator's position remains that Democrats must move top nominees individually until the Pentagon revokes its policy of covering travel costs for troops seeking abortions across state lines. Okay, so the military changed its policy. The Biden administration changed its policy. And so we're using federal taxpayer dollars to pay for abortions, which that is, that's a blowing up of the longstanding norm where the federal government did not do that because there's about half the country that's opposed to that. So the federal government did not do that. But a vote for Joe Biden was a vote for the restoration of our norms, except for this one. So Tuberville's like, you know what? No, I'm not going to allow you to do these bulk approvals. That's what we're talking about. So in order to get these military people installed at the top positions, they just lump them all together. They throw them all in a bucket, basically. Oh, I mean, they're 
their applications, not them. That'd be a very large bucket, unwieldy even. You would not be able to manage it through the halls of Congress probably. So you take their applications and you're like, all right, we're going to move them all through and do it at once. So this way we don't have to spend all the time taking all the votes. You know, we got fundraising calls to make. We got chicken dinners to eat. Come on. So he says, no, you can't do it in mass. You're going to have to do it individually. And oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Outrage ensues. How dare you make me vote on individual appointments? Have you no shame, sir? Typically, military promotions are processed en masse, but individual senators do have the leverage to require roll call votes. The Senate would have time for little else if it confirmed them all individually, so Tuberville's blanket objection has effectively stalled the typically uncontroversial promotions process. As a result, more than 300 nominees are in limbo, including two picks for the Joint Chiefs of Staff and top officers slated to command U.S. forces in the Middle East. Well, there's a very simple solution to this. Get rid of the abortion funding. Right? But Democrats won't do that. So they play the same game Hamas is playing right now, and they're like, I can't believe that you're going to block these people. Rather Rather than go back to the root, Right. Rather than go back and say, well, wait a minute, you just came in here and beheaded a bunch of babies and raped a bunch of women and burned a bunch of uh, elderly and children alive. Like rather than do rather than address that, it's now, no, we're going to look right past that part and we're going to go to this next part that benefits me, which is, oh, my gosh, we need military people in charge. But Tuberville's like, no, the the policy is that's the first part. The first part was the, the abortion funding. Get rid of that and we'll move them all at once. But if you don't want to get rid of your abortion policy, well, then you'll have to move them individually. Well, I don't want to move them individually. Okay, well, that's your choice. Then we don't get anybody in those positions. I mean, we do, actually. They're like interim people that are in those positions. They're just not permanent. So the former CIA director, Michael Hayden, he goes on to Twitter yesterday and he says, quote, well, he's responding, I should say. He's responding to somebody else who said Tommy Tuberville should be removed from his committee assignments for doing this, for, for blocking these appointments. And mass. Tuberville should be removed. And Hayden, the former CIA director, responds, quote, how about the human race? You have a former CIA director suggesting the assassination of a sitting U.S. senator. I'm not sure I've ever heard of such a thing. Normally, right, don't they just hire people to do this sort of thing clandestinely? They never say it out loud. But, I mean, no, in all seriousness, though, this is, these are the norms that were restored for us, right? This is what we were getting. The Democratic Party has been infected with leftists. This guy is apparently one of them. By the way, where are the 51 uh, intel uh, experts where are all of the, uh, all of those folks that wrote the letter about the laptop from hell being a Russian disinformation campaign? Where are all of these guys talking about the Hamas invasion on Israel? I'll wait. All right, you may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while, and it's a great organization. They've got awesome people with huge hearts. 
My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid, and back then there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family. Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country. There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org slash walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, and we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time, for treatments, this is why we walk. Um, we are still waiting for President uh, uh, Tapioca to make an appearance. I'm not sure what's going on. If it was nap time or something, I'm not not clear. Maybe they're, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe he's getting some late breaking intel or something. Maybe they were trying to announce something. I hope so. Like I, okay, yes, I mock. It's a cheap shot, but I take them. But uh, I do hope, and I'm I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt that the reason why we haven't heard or seen much of the president over the last few days is that he has been working on whatever he needs to work on. I can, I know, I know, I can see you rolling your eyes from here, but not really. I mean, I can hear it. But the 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 better angels in me would want to believe that. Either that or he was like doing the depositions and the questioning over his documents that he kept in his house. Because he's been doing that for the last two days too, so I'm not sure. But I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a list. I think on the Twitter machine because I'm starting to tag people that I come across as team rapist. Um, well, and so now I need to expand it. It's team baby beheading rapists. That's the team. And so when you come out and declare yourself a member of that team, I would, I'm going to make note of it. Just just in case, like a couple years down the road, I don't know, you behead a baby or you rape a bunch of Jewish women or something, you kill some infidels, or you try to get a job or something. Like, I don't know, I, you know, you try to rehabilitate your your uh, your public persona. I just, I want it on the record. So I want to try to maybe keep a record of these folks so you can create lists on Twitter. Um, I'm on a couple of lists. Absolutely. Yes, yes. I'm on some lists myself. They're block lists. I'll every now and again, I'll come across like uh, what's her face from the gun grabber group. But uh, forget her name. That's because I can't see anything she writes or tweets. She's from the Sharon something. Anyway, she's uh, the every town USA Watts. That's it. Shannon Watts or Sharon Watts, the gun control group. She blocked me. I had no interactions with her ever. And then all of a sudden somebody says, oh, I can't believe she said this. And I went to read her tweet and I'm blocked. So there are block lists that are out there, and I'm on some of them, apparently. Anyway, we've got uh, another edition just found, just discovered, although they they make themselves very well known, uh, because, again, this is what social justice activism requires. This is what decolonization looks like. So this is the UNC Students for Justice in Palestine group. All right? So this is this is their identity. They have... They have picked up this identity. This is going to be their identity that's going to define them. So they've got to be for justice in Palestine. Outside of Palestine, not so much. I don't know where Palestine is for them. Not sure if they know where the borders of Palestine are. But I'm thinking like the raping and the beheadings and the burning people alive stuff. Probably no justice in their, you know, in their call on that score. 
And I'm just going by their statement here. Because I can read the words and the words mean things. And so it's very clear to me that they are actually uh, they're actually only interested in the justice in the Gaza Strip or the West Bank. Not for anybody else, particularly the Jews. I don't know. I'll uh, read the rest of the statement here during the break. Maybe the president will come on and speak. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? Let's get over here to the UNC Students for Justice in Palestine. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll, I'll confirm when this statement was posted first. But here's what the, here's what the kitties say. Here's what they are learning at UNC Chapel Hill. Quote, these tragedies. Oh, hang on a second. Is this the first one? Yes, it is. These tragedies have been normalized by Israeli propaganda and this cannot be the first statement. Is that correct? Is this where it's starting off? Uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like that should be the first. I mean, I wish they would just put a page number. See, I feel like this is the first one. I'm going to read it this way. I think I'm going to read this one first. Yeah, I'm going to read this one first. Okay, quote. It is our moral obligation to be in solidarity with the dispossessed. No matter the pathway to liberation they choose to take, this includes violence. After all, no colonized people have ever achieved their freedom by appealing to the morality of their oppressors. I'm not sure that's true, kids. I'm not sure it's true. Colonialism itself is everyday violence, degradation, and erasure. These tragedies have been normalized by Israeli propaganda and the international media. Palestinians who die and who are murdered are treated as unremarkable stories, as if it is only Israeli lives who are worth protecting and mourning. But their deaths are not normal, not routine, and not acceptable. Every Palestinian life lost is a catastrophe israelis and zionists will claim that this violence is unprovoked ignoring the century of violence the millions of palestinian bodies that zionist forces have put into the ground this is pearl clutching nonsense every day israelis work to destroy palestinian lives take their lands erase their history stay vigilant all bullies cry wolf when their victims finally punch back we must center the voices of... I hate this term. Center the voices. Shut up. There you go. There's some centering for you. Center that. Shut up. That's so annoying. In other words, 
your opinion doesn't matter. Any other thought besides this person's doesn't matter because you don't have or or they have more of a certain identity adopted or embedded in their DNA. Therefore, we have to center them. Yeah, so they're running around saying, hey, let's rape and cut out the hearts of all the Jews. And you're like, well, we got to center them. Let's think about what they're th- think about what they're saying. Just focus on them. Don't don't listen to anybody else. They're like, oh my God, you're an animal. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh, Pete called them animals. Look, see, here's the thing too. It doesn't even matter. Do you see what they're they're quoting? Ilan Omar quoted the Israeli defense guy who said we are fighting human animals, and they went, oh my God, you call us animals? He called you human animals. The term animal has been used for millennia, to describe the barbarity that we saw. And again, if you want the airstrikes and the subsequent ground invasion, which is coming, if you want that to stop, if you want to save the lives of your people, release the hostages and turn over the Hamas terrorists and banish Hamas out of the government. There you go. Simple. So here's the problem. Anybody who stands up to say that's going to get murdered because you have so infected your population for generations with this death cult. Anyway, back to this, uh, back to the stupid statement from the students. Um, we must center the voices of Palestinians resisting colonial occupation. Israel, remember, Israel isn't even in Gaza Strip. They turned it all over to them. They set up a blockade around Gaza because the Palestinians keep attacking them. So they were like, you can't come into our country anymore because you guys keep murdering us. Intifada, anybody? Israel believed it could trap two million human beings in a cage eternally. Yesterday and today has proven that no people will accept shackles forever. All right, so that's an overt call for violence by Palestinians against the Jews. They are justifying and defending what we saw on Saturday. So the UNC Students for Justice in Palestine clearly declares themselves for, um, oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is why their statement didn't make sense. They got four other panels here. I just read the last four. This came out October 8th. So this was this was this was as it was happening. Or and immediately after. They haven't even they, they hadn't even started the counteroffensive. The Israelis hadn't even done anything to the Palestinians at that point, right? They didn't even they weren't dropping bombs on them or anything. Yeah, 943. So here's their so they send out a tweet. This one, October 8th. 943, and it says, from the river to the sea. Again, if you don't know what this means by now, and here they say it, in Gaza we are witnessing anti-colonial justice in action. And it's got a picture of a tank with a bunch of Palestinian Hamas terrorists on it waving their flag. They're celebrating this. Yesterday, Hamas fighters began an assault against the colonial power of Israel by launching over 500 rockets at the enemy, capturing dozens of illegal Israeli settlements, and taking down the occupation force's military outposts. Today, they continue to march closer to the West Bank. Yeah, that didn't work out. By the way, did you hear the death count on the Hamas terrorists to this point? It's like 1,500. 
1,500 dead terrorists. And there was like 1,000 dead Israelis at this point. An unarmed population. And you still got your asses kicked. Sorry. That's kind of, that's sad. Seriously. Oh, but Pete, all we had was RPGs and rockets and automatic rifles and our, our targets had nothing. How could we be expected to win that battle? <laughs> Good Lord. Maybe some more cartoons instructing the five-year-olds how to murder Jews. Maybe you need more of those. I don't know. By the way, how do you get all of those arms? If there's a blockade that you guys say you can't get anything, how'd you get all of the rockets? How'd you get all of the, all the guns? How'd you get those nifty little uh, paraglider things? To fly over the fence. Hmm? Oh, are you saying stuff gets through the, quote, blockade? Is that what I'm to understand? So it's not really a blockade then, is it? It's a perimeter. Right, it's a security perimeter. And why did the Jews set up a security perimeter around your country? Around your, that's not even a country, around your little uh, slice of future country, maybe. And that's basically what that was. Like, you guys, like, Gaza was your tricycle. Right, and then maybe you could graduate to training wheels. Then maybe get your own bicycle. Then maybe get your own car. You know, you get all the freedom to operate and all that. You've you be, you've matured. You've become an adult. You know, so they start you off with the tricycle. You got 141 square miles. You got beachfront. You got docks. Right. You got a friendly right across the border there with Egypt. You can trade with, but for some reason they're not interested in dealing with you. I couldn't imagine why. But you got all of this stuff to start with, and. What did you do? You just kept falling off the tricycle. Throwing tantrums that you had to ride the tricycle. Demanding somebody else put you on the tricycle and move you around on the tricycle because you didn't want to pedal the tricycle or something. I don't know. Or the people that gave you the tricycle, they should die. Or maybe you should just murder the tricycle. I don't know. But, like, you could not ride the tricycle. So you don't get to graduate to the training wheels. You don't even get there. I mean, you couldn't even do a saltwater desalinization plant. And, like, third world countries have those. And you got billions of dollars from all around the world to try to help you ride your tricycle. Good Lord. They are right, though. I will say the UNC Students for Justice in Palestine, they are correct on one thing, is that the bully will cry when you punch them back. And we are seeing the punch back right now. And we're hearing the crying. And it's all terrible because war is awful. Still waiting for President Joe Biden. Uh, he is now 55 minutes late. He was supposed to appear at 1 o'clock. He has uh, yet to do so. Um, how much time do I have here? I got, well, three minutes. I don't know if I've got all three minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to have time to go through this email, but uh, I will in a moment. So the um, I'll do it in the uh, beginning of the next hour. Anybody taking bets on whether Biden's going to be here at 2 o'clock? Do we actually hang on? Let me check an update. Did they uh, let's see? Have they they updated? Uh, no. So we still don't know. I mean, I think he was still scheduled for a for a one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One. Oh no, they moved it. Okay, to one forty. Oh wait a minute. That's uh, one fifty-five. All right, so he missed that one too. Um, all right, so you know maybe. It seems like we're getting closer. They pushed it back to 140. 
Uh, maybe they're working on that cocktail or whatever it is that he, you know, the drugs and the IV in order to keep him alert, get him focused for the task at hand. Apparently, there are reports out there that he's been confusing what's going on in Israel with Ukraine in some of the discussions. And so, and, and yeah, in his comments. So they may need to tweak the dosage a little bit on whatever it is uh, the cocktail uh, contains in order to get the right results. But we'll see. I don't know if he's going to take questions. I have no idea what this is. It's just uh, it, all it says on C-SPAN is President Biden delivers remarks on Hamas attacks on Israel. That's it. And it's scheduled for 140. And it has not happened. Uh, so there is that. So I was reading through this statement from the UNC Students for Justice in Palestine, where they completely, um, yeah, where they they completely uh, justify and defend what we saw in Israel. The the extent of which, by the way, we still don't even know. They they found you know the dumpster filled with the burned bodies of children. They found that today. They found 40 babies, some of whom had been beheaded. Um, they found that today, this morning. I mean, they're ahead of us in the, you know, time zones and such. Um, videos posted are now getting circulated that in, you know, the horror of the moment were not being shared, were not accessible. But, of course, the jihadis, like, they're all about sharing that stuff. There are... Uh, there are now videos of people who are playing the videos at demonstrations in support of Hamas, team baby beheading rapist, um, and they show their videos at the rallies in America and in London. In Australia, they were chanting, gas the Jews, kill all the Jews. In case, in case you're not clear, and this is what the UNC Students for Justice in Palestine, this is what they're saying too, is that they would do the same to you because they use the same words to describe you. You realize that, right? You're a colonialist, too. (laughs) 